Since you're already here, put away something bad. Since you're already here, think you're happy things. on Wednesday the 3rd of October 2012. My name is Geraint Thomas and I am Simon Payne and you're listening to episode 17 of Errand of Mercy. We finally got there. We finally got there. Um, Thanks for yeah after you broke your microphone. (laughs) Well you know it was I did some soldering and it's actually fine. It's fine now. It's fine. it's fine. It's good. I straight up did some soldering. I felt very manly. It, it is. It is a definitely a manly activity. I think you know, building building furniture, soldering things, fixing a car. 
especially i think i think it's especially manly because my stupidity broke the thing in the first place so not <laughs> only not only am i fixing something i'm i'm repairing my own mistakes you're fixing your own problems it's yeah. good yeah 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 we, you might have also noticed from that we're recording this on a wednesday again you know we usually do it on the tuesday but you know we like to play yes, around indeed. a bit because yesterday i was at a i was at a gig i went to see shonen knife at the ruby lounge what or who is a shonen knife Shonen Knife's like a Japanese pop punk band. They're really good. Yeah. I, I would recommend checking them out. The gig was great. They you know, they were, they were good. They had a really good support act as well. Which you like not something you usually say, just like, yeah, the, you don't even mention the support act. They did there's a band called uh, Lovely Eggs from Lancaster. I kind of I want to do a gig review, but not like of the music, because that was just generally alright. I want to do a review more of the situation of going to see live bands. What, in general? In general, yeah. Some things happened last night which I felt were kind of indicative of going to see live music in general in this country at the moment. Like, there was one guy at the front, sort of, he had a punk look going, he had like a mohawk. Um, he came into the venue right before us and he, I'm pretty sure he was on something. Yeah. Out, but he was really overexcited. So, like, the band came out to sound check, and he was, like, jumping around and shit. Because they were Japanese, he was saying, like, random Japanese words. Oh, like, yeah. fuck. And we're like, no one needs that. That's I mean, a what, big look. Like, once the band started, I think it was fine for him to be, like, sort of... Because he was, like, you know, it's like a sort of... They got, like, a punky sound. They did... They, um, there's one point it really kicked off when they did... um. They they did like a Ramones covers album, which is really awesome. They played oh, some cool. tracks of that, and everyone was everyone was like dancing. And I think at that point, the level of excitedness he was at was fine. But you know, he started a bit early. But like, apart from him at the front of the stage, so he was like right front center, yeah. and then all the other side of him, you know, taking up the entire rest of the front the front of the stage, were tall middle aged men with cameras. Uh, really is yeah. this a thing so yeah like, this are... is definitely a thing like there have been so many gigs i've been to where it's just been like guys they don't dance because obviously they're filming so they just stood there at the front filming blocking everyone else's view but are they filming for the band or are they filming for like their own websites what's i think the, they're just the I, th- I think they're filming for themselves and for youtube and shit and it's what? just i know like I don't mind people taking photos at gigs. Like there was a there was quite a cute bit of, um, halfway through the gig where like, this girl was stood like at the front of the stage and the boyfriend like took a photo on her phone. And I was like, that's kind of cool. You got a photo of yourself with your favorite band behind. Yeah. You. That's yeah. that's fine. I'm, but like, I mean, there was one guy who like literally was stood next to one of the stacks and he didn't move all night. Um, and he had like headphones in. So I guess he could make sure he was getting good sound on his camera. He definitely wasn't with the band as well. That's so ridiculous. They had like either the venue or they had like an official photographer, and he was like on the stage, like hu- like hidden behind on the stack, so he didn't get yeah, anyone's one you know, back. Like, like a fucking professional, exactly. And there was like there was another guy who was stood next to me who had this little camera out and was filming the whole thing. Like he knew, like kept moving in front of me. There was a bit of a sort of a mosh bit going on in the middle. I, I wasn't involved in that. I was kind of like on the outskirts of that. But I was like having a little bit of a you know dance. A, a moshette. They, yeah, uh, a mosh mo- Like no, I mean you know you, you know I was doing like that sort of dancing where you don't actually move your legs. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Just yeah. move your arms a little bit. Yeah. Maybe, maybe bob up and down. Bob, bob a bit. Yeah, exactly. 
like that that that's my kind of like level of dancing so i was doing that and like there was one time i like sort of just like accidentally nudged this guy and he just glared at me like you're messing up my shot like you didn't say anything and i was like yeah. really really dude? bro um, in this in this tiny venue ben kind of the bosh pit got a bit wilder and one guy went into it and he just he just was like oh i will not take this and just walked off what like like he's entitled to, to yeah like have... literally just like stormed off and i was like what the fuck you just <laughs> so, smash the camera from his hand seriously they've been like I think most of the gigs I've been to recently, there has been this row of people at the front of the gigs just filming shit. I'm going to smash their cameras. Well, if I go yeah. to a gig and I see those guys, I haven't. So here's the thing: I haven't been to a live gig in like ever for a really? very long time. Really? No, yeah, I, I haven't. Yeah, it's weird. It doesn't really appeal to me that much. I guess I don't, I don't go to them that often. Like, I yeah. think I used to go to gigs more often, but like I guess I probably go to say one a month or something like that does that sound like about right do you think yeah that's that's reasonable that's more than me definitely yeah. wait that, that's about as much as i can afford you know on my <laughs> yeah, yeah salary of nothing being, being on the dole <laughs> yeah well, uh, I, dole money might be pretty good i don't know it's it's I, i'm not actually on the dole because i quit my job it's like oh getting, yeah do, getting money is extremely difficult that you just um how long is it? Is there a certain amount so I of time? Think I think I've kind of, I, I think I've just kind of reached that sort of time okay. limit when I could probably apply for something. Like yeah, just, but you have to go to the job centre, yeah, the most ironic place in the world. I really can't deal with going to a job centre again. The only place in the world that feels worse than unemployment is the job centre. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, it's that's like the point, really, isn't it? It's to stop people claiming money as much as possible, you know, and because I have self-respect, it's something I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> oh, it's all right. They'll, they'll grind that out here pretty early, I think. I mean, so there was some other stuff at the gig. I mean, there was a bit, like, of over-friendliness with the band afterwards. Like, people think, like, acting like they knew the band. Like, you don't know the band. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, they yeah. kind of came back and went yeah. to, like, merch store because, you know, that's sort of... They, that's what you do. But some people are, like, chatting to them. It's like, they don't... One, they're, they're, they're Japanese and they, their English isn't great. So yeah. I think they're getting much out of this and they don't know you. Um, I do actually have another story leading on from the gig last night, but I didn't kind of forget about it until just now. But do you want to hear this as well? Yeah, go um, on. Give me that. So I'm coming home and I like, because my because I'm unemployed and sleeping in till like 11, my circadian rhythm's all out of whack and I hadn't eaten dinner before I went to the gig. So I get off the bus and I'm like, I'm a bit hungry. So I go to McDonald's, you know, just get a cheeseburger or something. Yeah, something to keep me going. Something to keep you going, exactly. Um, so I go in, I you know, get my, ask for my cheeseburger, and he's like, fine. And then this girl behind me comes up, and she, and she gets the front there, and she's like, uh, I can't remember the exact price, but she's like, Carl, can I have a big tasty? It's £3.30. And I look up, and on the board, there's sort of this big tasty. There's the one with bacon, which is £3.40, or the one without is £3.20. And the guy's like, um, which one? The one that's £3.30. Uh, <laughs> and he's like... Okay, the one without bacon. <laughs> um, oh, I should have mentioned she's got like headphones in as well, which I'm already yeah. thinking's a bit rude. Yeah, and it's like uh, okay, and he's like, well, "What drink do you want with that?" And she's like, "Um, excuse me, I'm on the phone." <laughs> and like the guy Shit. like looks at me like, "Is this happening?" I'm like, "Yes, this is happening." This is happening. This Sorry, is, bro. This, bro, this is happening. <laughs> so there's like a couple of like she's not saying anything. She's just got her headphones in. I guess like the 
whoever's on the phone's talking to her. Yeah. And she's just going, uh huh, uh huh. And he, like, the guy at the counter's like, um, do I wait? Or, and he goes, there's another guy behind her. He's like, um, sir, what, uh, okay, but sir, what do you want? And like, as the guy's like, oh yeah, can I get a Big Mac meal? And like, the moment he says that, the girl like swings around and it's like, um, excuse me, I'm ordering. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but it's just like a moment where me like the guy at the back of the queue and the guy at the counter all just like looking at each other like and like the girl's so self-absorbed in whatever's happening in her yeah. own bubble and we're just all looking at each other like what the fuck's going hey, on hey, I, i'm not sure if you can see the world from outside of your bubble of self-absorbedness but but you're looking pretty fucking crazy right now <laughs> I just like I mentioned, I didn't do the accent, but she was from London as well. Oh, so, yeah. Know. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> exactly. That that's, that explains everything. That's probably yeah. how everything works in London. Exactly. I think, I imagine in London, no one even bat an eyelid that happening. Yeah. But like, honestly, it was like, there was just the three of us and her, and we were all just like really freaked out by what was that's, So how did that situation resolve? Um, I got my cheeseburger and I was like, bros, I'm out. You can handle this. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But, I'm so, gonna have to leave you to leave you to deal with this, bros. I'm I'm I, I'm not handling this. <laughs> I um uh, speaking of being self-absorbed during the last couple of weeks, I've accumulated a few little bits and pieces of uh, of newspaper clippings and so on. I've been doing things pretty old school over the last couple of weeks because usually we kind of like find links and then we yeah. save them and stuff like that. I've been straight up tearing things out of the metro. That's good. I like that. I think I think we need more actual news clippings. So if you, this is the sound, this is the sound of one of my newspaper clippings. There you go. That's that's the sound of real actual news. Um, speaking that's- of being self-absorbed and kind of leading on from your live shows story from yeah. earlier on. Green Day had a um, had a set cut short at the iHeartRadio Music Festival in Las Vegas. It was cut pretty short. Like basically, they're only going to be able to sing one song, which kind of sucks. That does suck. I mean, what like the previous bands run on late? Oh uh, yeah, probably. But you know how these these things go. Like we've all been to festivals. That's kind of. The, I think that you're signing yeah. up to that if you if you go to a festival as a yeah. band you're so, kind of, so, yeah yeah at some point you're going to be told yeah you can only do two songs yeah yeah looks like looks like we're gonna to have to do wonderwall guys because we don't have any time to do anything else i think that as a band you would you would like respect that and especially i mean it's you, a shitty situation but we we get it yeah. especially if you're green day you Who's know been around for like our entire lifetime yeah i have a problem with green day in that they're still trying to be rebellious teenagers and they're all like 72 or something like that (laughs) i mean i don't know i guess like i mean they're probably all about 14 right now like the the thing is there's a there's a promo picture of them on i think on the tv spot for their first of their three albums that they're making which is self-absorbent shit already so they're they're making it's not just releasing one new album they're making like a free album concept thing yeah basically and they just the the reason they're saying is because they just kept on writing songs and they were all album worthy i'm gonna i'm gonna jump i'm gonna jump on this and say this right now before all three of them are out not all of those songs are going to be album worthy because it's green day yeah i'm I'm also going to jump onto it and say that like you're a band Two of the songs on any given album are actually good. Yeah. And the rest are all right filler. Like, 
No, not all. Like, what you need to think is how many of them are single worthy, and then add ten to that. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we know the way this works. So, you would think. Anyway, like, I think it's their drummer or their bass guitarist. Like, there's a shot of there's a shot of him, and mm. he looks like fucking Jean Paul Gaultier. He's like properly old and wizened (laughs) i think it's just the way they've lit him he's got like really flowy wispy white hair and he looks really skeletal it's the weird like in in any band the drummers generally kind of like any given band the drummer's always like about 10 years older than everyone else yeah 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 so he looks like he he's starting to look a lot like like that he's the granddad and they're the dads that's the way it's starting to look now right like like green day essentially like an embarrassed granddad out with his out and gay son who like, has like, a husband. Whereas previously it fitted into that quite often you get with bands where it looks like a bunch of kids and their music teacher on drums. Yeah. Yeah. That's, now, but that's, that's kind of a cool, that's kind of a cool trip. That's a cool <laughs> idea. That's a concept like for a, a five piece kind of synth punk band where like you see so, the thing is like you say that's quite a cool concept and literally the only band i can think of where that's actually true is the pigeon detectives is that is that that's legitimately thing? true and that's that nothing about them schools so. oh that's unfortunate okay yeah. well hopefully there will be a better band for that <laughs> yeah um so yeah green day these aging fossils of punk rock i say punk rock pop punk they were like the the leading lights of pop punk in the 90s. you think that they'd have the humility to accept that at that festival they're going to get cut short because, you know, it's a festival and they're essentially the has-beens now. That's their well, position it's, it's, at the festival. I, I, I think I'm not entirely sure, like, whether... But, uh, I mean, it's in Vegas, so, like, I mean, it's not a big gig. <laughs> like, you've all, you, they're all, you're already getting, like, $50 million. It's, yeah. it's fine. Just yeah. forget about it. So... Um, they didn't. Uh, they didn't take it on the chin like mature adults. Do you want to know what they did? They do. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Billy Joe, you know the lead singer. Yeah. He's he's forty years old. Basically, I was pretty much on the ball. You though. were basically on the ball. Do you want to hear what this forty-year-old said about the fact that their set got cut short? He's <laughs> forty years old. A forty-year-old man said yeah. the following. I've been around since fucking 1980 fucking eight and you're going to give me one fucking minute. I'm not fucking Justin Bieber, you motherfuckers. He then smashed up his guitar and walked off. (laughs) You're fucking 40. Hey, he's he's sticking it to a man. No, he's not. He is the man. man. He's literally the man now. Yeah, you're literally, you're literally the and a man. (laughs) Once you've stuck around for long enough for a new music wave to come in that attempts to ape and rebel against you, you're really shit at punk rock. I I think Green Day, I think, were already, like, what happened there being... Uh, there'd been a phase like something had moved in in opposition to that green day came back tried to bring it back yeah like they faded out and a new wave came in and then a further so at this point we're in the like the sixth wave came out and we're trying to ape green day yeah like no yeah at this point you, you don't have a leg to stand on in anything yeah and he said that and he said i'm not fucking justin biber you motherfuckers you know what would happen to justin biber justin biber would get his full set <laughs> the reason that you've only got one minute is because you're not Justin Bieber. 
He threw up live on stage. He this did week. throw up live on stage, yes. And it was really obvious that he was miming because his voice carried on while he was throwing up live on stage. <laughs> That's not going to touch him because he's. Yeah. How does it feel to be the biggest guy in the world right now? He's like, he's fucking huge. It feels so good I could throw up. This yeah, it feels so good I could throw up, disregard my miming track, and then just carry on with my career like nothing happened because yeah. that's how big he is now. <laughs> see, Green no, Day. See, if, Green Day, the thing, the thing I would have done if I was um, an aging pop punk star would have been to say, like, they say we're only getting one minute, but we're going to keep playing. That would have been the actual pop yeah. punk thing to do. Yeah, just not do the, that. Not the punk thing to do, no. but the pop pump punk yeah. thing to do. Would that would be have been like, yeah, like the 2002 Bowling for Soup pop punk thing to do would yeah. be to just carry on playing and be kind of a dick. And, and, and perhaps shouts like the upbeat end to an 80s movie would have been to carry on playing and in doing so save the rec centre. Yeah, you know? something like that. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> With all those girls who are dressed kind of like low-class prostitutes. <laughs> so so yeah, they're, yeah, they're commenting on 80s movies there, not like the people at the gig. No. But, you know, I don't know. I don't, I, I, we I wasn't we that covered big. that in our weird teenage fashion episode. Yeah, like, like, like a denim jacket and a dance suit and nothing else. That's a weird yeah. look. So yeah, bit so, of yeah. Uh, bit of bit of a tantrum there from a, from a grown-ass man. That, that was live music news. <laughs> yeah, live music news. Um, uh, I think, shall we stay with music for a bit? Yeah, we might, all right, we might as well stay with music news, yeah. I think it's it's pretty it's pretty good news that, as we speak, the current number one is a, a wacky, rotund South Korean man. Yeah, because... I mean, it, it's because we had mentioned him on the show before. Yeah. Like, So he, he, was, he was too late to be the summer jam. I think we can easily say he's the autumn jam. Would yeah. you agree with that? I would agree. Yeah. So that's uh yeah. I, I no, I was happy to see that was number one. Like I think I think we're very down on the charts a lot of the time in this show because of the, you know, preponderance of Fl- of Florida and yep. uh, and Biber and, and yep. many others. Yeah. But like to be honest, it, I don't think it's been terrible this year. Like, it hasn't been absolute terrible. No, like, just l- lacking in moral, moral flavour. Pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, Psy is number one, that's good news. Um there is, there's a problem though with with that though. G. That's all you see. We always have a positive and then a negative. Science yeah. number one. That's good because it shows that the UK is still up for a bit of wacky, like wacky satirical pop music, yeah. and and we we like that. That's fine. The thing that I don't like is you know, the internet's gone done it again on our emergency broadcast last week. Yeah, uh, we broadcast that quite harrowing conversation we had about how we're really sad about the internet essentially yeah like, like yeah I, I, we did finally forecast my broadcast i like 30 minute long rounds about how i'm depressed about the internet yeah. you're basically like like that guy from the network yeah, but, I, yeah. But with the internet i'm mad as hell and i'm not gonna take it anymore apart from basically i'm mad as hell but i'm just gonna roll over and take it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> welcome to welcome to the internet you have no other choice. That was a good cough, though. That sounded like you've been smoking a cigar or something. Yeah, I've been, I've been hanging out with Tom Waits. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, that's good news, but all these fucking people on the internet now talking about how... 
doing, Simon? Well, they're talking about fucking... Oh, I was listening to K-pop ages ago. That, that's uh, not a good thing. No, like... like because... I can honestly say there's been a lot of Korean music around before. This is the only part of it I've moderately enjoyed. Yeah, I've discussed <laughs> my unfortunate my unfortunate knowledge of Korean yeah. pop music. Loads of us listened to Korean pop music before it was popular. Some of us against our will. It doesn't make <laughs> you cool. It's still kind of shitty pop music. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, it, it's not something... Like, it would be like... It would be like someone in Korea when the first like British pop song got to number one and was like, yeah, well, you know, I was listening to Wham, so yeah. suck it. Yeah, like good work. So <laughs> what you've done there, people who are trying to be hipsters, is you've got confused because because people don't like Gangnam Style because it's like an amazingly crafted piece of music. People like it because it's fun and yeah. a good laugh. And the guy who's made it seems to be up for a laugh and is kind of camp. Yeah. He's not expli- he's not explicitly gay. And as we've proved as an English people in the past, we like things that are camp, but not really, really gay. <laughs> yeah. And Psy kind of occupies yeah. that, that so, magic so, so fits, place. It fits perfectly into the carry on yeah. like sector of British cultural wants. <laughs> yeah. It combines carry on and laughing at foreigners. Two it's things a, it's, that it's, English it's, people it's, enjoy. Yeah, it's, it's everything that Britain's about, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a South Korean pop song. So, so people on the internet, stop talking about about South Korean pop music like you were doing it before it was cool because it's never been cool and it never will be cool. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's okay. aimed specifically at one person. We both know. Yeah, I don't know. I was going to say, yeah, like, but the person who, like, I don't know if he listens to this show, but or she. <laughs> Yeah, but you know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're speaking specifically about you, you yeah. fucking gay undertaker. So, <laughs> um, that's good news. I've been listening to some bad pop music as well. I have actually stopped listening to Radio One so much. Gee, you'll be oh, here to, good for you. Well done. So I'm gonna have to actually going out. I have to start going out and finding terrible pop music uh, because, well, you know, Chris Moyles has stopped the Breakfast Radio Show on Radio One. And they've replaced him with a boring dickhead. So I don't listen to that anymore. Now I listen to BBC Radio 6. So, like, yeah. It was like, you know, you were happy with just a dickhead. But when it's a boring dickhead, you can't take it. Well, yeah, that's a discussion for a different day. Basically, I don't really really have a problem with Chris Royals. But the new guy, Nick Grimshaw, boring. So boring. The blandest boring, boring, that ever boring to boring. Fair Uh, enough. Yeah. My shit music for terrible people this week is... Um, by One Direction. Oh, I mean, they've, they've come up before in the show a couple of times, I think. We've mentioned them. I don't think they've ever been directly covered on Shit Music for Terrible People. No, I don't think so. Um, I think mainly because they're, they're largely inoffensive, like they're a band designed that, for 12-year-old girls, yeah. as far as I'm aware. There's just a level of blandness that makes them uninteresting. Um, yeah. But, but, but what, have the, what have these upstanding young men been up to this So week? they've they've so. crossed the line. I think last week or the week before when their yeah. latest single came out, it's uh, called Live While We're Young. All right. It, it sounds like... So my my main issue with it is One Direction is singing this song and it sounds like they're trying to convince girls to have sex with them. <laughs> to begin with, I'm not convinced most of One Direction would know what to do if they were... <laughs> 
if they were in bed with a, with a young lady. I mean, we've all heard the stories it's about Harry Styles and like his sexual es- escapades. But let's face it, that wasn't that wasn't particularly satisfying sex for anyone, was it? I like I I literally didn't know about this until you told me like five minutes before we started with- recording. I think he had sex with Jordan or somebody like that, some person, some like some female celebrity who's so it's it's a, what someone famous for being famous and possibly topless. Yeah, basically, yeah. He bowed down on her, and people talked about it. Most of them were going, "Really? He's literally about twelve or something." Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they do seem, as I said, young young men. <laughs> yeah, so so they're all they're all little little men, and yeah. and that's fine for for 12 year old girls to have bands to listen to as long as it's not this because it kind of sounds like they want to fuck those 12 year old girls <laughs> which you know i have a bit yeah. of a problem with yeah um, i don't maybe I think I'm as, 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 as recent as recent headline show is not something that you know you want to be involved in no that's a that's a my my issues with that whole escapade are, are for a different podcast that's at a different I time think so. I, I don't think we're going to discuss that no we're not going to talk about that so these guys sound like they want to have sex with with girls and i don't really like having to hear about that in pop music like it's all right when when like usher says he's gonna like murder women and have sex with their corpses and then bury them in a shallow grave because it's possible that he has experience in that yeah i feel like or whatever it is he was thinking about and also like when when we hear about florida having having you know relations with a woman like you know we 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 feel that generally everyone involves old enough to be coming to a correct you know kind of like be be able to sort of consent to it reasonably. But when yeah, Young Direction, a group of twelve year old boys are trying to. Did you call like, them Young Direction? I think like, you just called you, One Direction Young Direction. Should we call them Young Direction? Let's call them Young Direction. For <laughs> okay. So Young Direction wrote this song called um called Well they didn't write it they sang it somebody <laughs> up, some pervy old man wrote this for a bunch of for a bunch of sixteen year olds to sing to twelve year olds. Because that is the fucking society that we live in at the moment. <laughs> hey, girl, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. Come on, let me sneak you out and have a celebration. A celebration. The music's up, the window's down. Yeah, we'll be doing what we do, just pretending that we're cool <laughs> and we know it's too. Yeah, we'll be doing what we do, just pretending that we're cool. So tonight, but, but before I, I think we're about to go into sort of the chorus here. Yes, we are. I just want to take right. We're pretending that we're cool. Yeah, and we know it too. Yeah. So they know that they're they know that they're not cool and they're just pretending. Yeah. Right. Okay. I just want to be clear on what was. Happening. I guess so. I guess that's what they said. I think <laughs> that's, that... the, that's the only way I can understand what's going on there. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a weird combination of lyrics. The yeah. next. The next section is the bit that I have the most trouble with, and that is, uh, let's go crazy, crazy, crazy till we see the sun. I know we only met, but let's pretend it's love and never, never, never stop for anyone. Tonight, let's get some and live while we're young. No, One Direction. No, let's not. Let's do none of those things. I'm all for going crazy till we see the sun. Um, I think that's that's an experience that we you know it's it's uh, that's fine for people to experience while they're still young yeah um, you recently experienced that um this weekend didn't you G? basically yeah but you are a consenting adult yeah exactly all of uh, one direction haven't turned up at outside your house and quietly coerced you to leave with them 
They're, they're, yeah, no, they're all of One Direction hasn't stood outside my house pretending to be cool and then ask me pretend to pretend I'm in love with them so we can do it until we see the sun. That's basically the prelude to a horrific gag rape. That's what <laughs> yes, that is. Really. Yeah. Uh, I do like their use of the phrase get some, though. My yeah. favourite of that. Get some! Yeah, but not, not get some like a commando would get some. Like, get some, like... <laughs> Yeah, they they're gonna have weird. They're gonna have weird twelve year old sex with you. They're gonna get some with someone while they're still young. Yeah, yeah. A young yeah. direction. You so creepy. You're the creepiest motherfuckers. Hey girl, it's now or never. It's now or never. Don't overthink. Just let it go. <gasps> no. <laughs> i.e. i.e. Let your virginity go. Give your virginity to me. It. Don't think about it. Don't and, think about it. Don't, and, don't, don't, don't. Stop thinking about it. Stay still. Stay still. Don't think about it. <laughs> You're just, oh, oh, I can imagine that that's been whispered into the hair of a number of weeping women. By, by Young Direction. Like, I, I was worried you were making it sound like I was the one doing that. No, no, yeah. Just, just, by, just by fucking creepy dudes in general. Oh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Not you. <laughs> Thank you. No, no, don't worry. I don't think that you're that kind of guy. Good. Um, and if we get together... Yeah. Oh, shit. I haven't actually heard this lyric properly. The next line is even <laughs> more harrowing. Like, come on, please, please. I want to hear this now. <laughs> and if we get together, yeah, get together. Don't let the pictures leave your phone. Fuck off! I shit you not. No. This is an actual pop song being sung to 12-year-olds by 16-year-old boys right now. Ah, don't think right i i like while you're still young i'm gonna have sex with you don't think about this i'm gonna take some photos of it oh shit oh shit fucking hell this this is so not cool (laughs) oh fucking hell and then i mean yeah this okay carry on I mean, I think every week I'm like, this is the song I'm least cool with out of all of these. But, you know, yeah. yeah. That is, can, can you do that? Can you do that first again? Because I just want to, like, it just as a single, like, go for it. Hey, girl, it's now or never. It's now or never. Don't overthink. Just let it go. And if we get together, yeah, get together. Don't let the pictures leave your phone. Right, yeah, no, that's definitely the worst, the worst verse we've heard on shit music. Terrible, yeah, it's fun. basically it's it's probably the worst verse that we've heard because it's almost definitely being listened to by twelve year old girls and nobody else. It's not like there's even like some sort of implied level of sexual insult going on there. Yeah. It's just like straight. That's like that's basically as blatant as it as it can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young Direction, how did someone like you con- convince you to sing these lyrics? Like, yeah. Like, I can imagine they're in the recording studio and they're like, are you sure? Are you sure about this? Because it seems a bit rapey. And Simon Cowell's there like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> sing the song. Uh, and then no, we go back see- to the chorus. Let's right. go crazy, crazy till we see the sun. I know we only just let, but let's pretend it's love. Let's not do that. That <laughs> That is a lyric. Yeah. That line there is probably one of the ones that that really, yeah. yeah. Because like I mean, like let's not pretend it's love because this is just a horrible, abusive like situation you're yeah. setting up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So um, the chorus happens again, and then it says. So then I believe there's a part that would be a bridge, I guess. 
Yeah. The the members of the group sing soloed parts. Right, um, okay. So, so they all there's like a breakdown they yeah, all do. Essentially. Yeah. And girl, you and I, we're about to make some memories tonight. <sighs> I wanna live while we're young. We wanna live while we're young. Ooh, like, see, those are the kind of memories hey, that you, girl, you and I, we're going to make some suppressed memories. <laughs> exactly. The kind of memories that you only recount to a psychiatrist at the age of 32 <laughs> under deep hypnotic trance. Uh, um, and like, so, yeah, like they break it down, bring it to the bridge and then the song ends. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's horrible. I That was one of the most horrible one of these we've done so far. Yeah. Like, because I think, yeah, like, we've been able to have some fun with Usher, like, murdering people because he's a psychopath. Yeah. And, like, we we're all enjoying that. Yeah, we've been a bit distressed by, like, Flow Rider, you know, being overly explicit in his lyrics. Um, yep. We've laughed at Biber's, like, sounding like a 40 year old woman trying to be a cool person. But, yeah, yep. like, Young Direction. That's not cool. <laughs> You're fucked up and weird. Keep away from our daughters. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Once, once again, once again, shit music with terrible people. We found another group of people we need to keep away from our daughters. So. Yeah. 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 We're, like, we're basically, <laughs> I'm worried that, that at the uh, when we decide I, I to stop get, doing this I, podcast. Yeah, overprotective now. Like, this is maybe, the question. Maybe that's why Mitt Romney is, is like he is. Maybe all of his hate and rage. Like, he did a podcast for two years, and then he just was like, well, (laughs) everything's fucked. Might as well be as evil as possible. That's probably what happened. Probably is. It puts him in a different light, definitely. Have you got got something to, you know, make us feel better? I've got got something to take us out of this. I'm not sure it's going to make us happier. Um, Okay. I think, you know, on this show over the last few weeks, we've been major proponents of Taken 2. I'd say yes. we've, we've been looking forward to that. It's come up a few times. Yeah. Um, it's coming out. It's getting sooner and sooner. Have you heard what the rating is of Taken 2? What, as in the, the popularity the age, rating? The age, no, no, the age rating. Oh, don't tell me it's a 12. It's a 12A. Oh, shit, G. <laughs> yeah. Taken wasn't though, was it? Taken was a fifteen because, oh. like, although it's not like Judge Dredd's people's heads exploding, you know, they're shooting and explosions, and people are implied to. And in Taken Two, I'm guessing no one will die. It's well, it's it's probable that there's just not a really harrowing scene where he goes into like a a heroin indoctrination whorehouse. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that that was the main thing that made it a 15. That horrific bit where he's like, he's walking into rooms pulling needles out of teenage girls' arms. Yeah, but like, I mean, I'm sure like there's a lot of stuff like kind of like that scene with the the auction of the girls who are like drugged up, which is oh, kind of like quite horrific. Hell. That couldn't be in this, could it? No, I don't think so. So I've brought up the uh, this is the rating. This isn't from um, the British one. This is the American rating. Where in America it's a PG thirteen, yeah, yeah, like yeah. same as a twelve A. Um, so here, here we've got in a different the different categories of stuff that are have they rated on: sex and nudity, some sensuality, and other mild references. Okay, so no no heroin whorehouses, violence and gore, some amount of blood. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> this is my favourite one. Profanity. 
mild language is used moderately throughout. Oh, get get back over here, you 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 quim. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna flipping shoot you, bad man. Gosh darn it! I'm so flipping angry with you. Oh, terrorists. I'm I'm positively I'm positively riled by your statement, sir. People may be smoking and drinking. Drugs are less possible. Oh, really? Because. <laughs> Drugs were a pretty central, like, drugs were basically the third character in Taken. Yeah, exactly. So like, they've basically made what was a film about horrible kidnapping, yeah, sex trafficking, drug addiction, um, and violent revenge is now suitable for 12-year-olds as long as they go with an adult. <laughs> That's... So, but, yeah. But the only way that Liam Neeson's actions in um, Taken are justified is because every time he does something horrific to somebody, they're then like, oh, and he's discovered this really horrible thing they're doing. You're like, fuck it. Do whatever you want. Jam those those nails into that guy's legs and then electrocute him. Do it. He probably deserves it. Yeah, because I I just saw that he clearly abused a woman, like even worse than Young Direction would. Yeah, yeah. Young Direction would, yeah. Young Direction would do stuff to women, but they wouldn't really know what they were doing. But these guys seem like they've got like a, they're making a, they are making money out of it. And yeah. Liam Neeson stopped that. But the the second one will may play like that the the focus of it might be slightly shifted so he just appears to be a violent psychopath. I think that's what's gonna happen. I think that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna appear a, a dramatically kind of much too violent for what's actually happening. Yeah. There'll just be like some guys in like a CD bar playing cards and he'll just run in and break both their arms and then throttle them with each other's broken arms and you'll be like, Whoa bro. Yeah, you know you know what the really shitty thing about this as well? Like I mean I think kind of possibly the reason they've done it is because they're going to be 13 and 14 year old boys who want to see this film. Right. Yeah. And they wouldn't be able to see it before. They would have seen it before yeah. because let's face it, all of us, when we were 14 snuck into a 15. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. no one uh, cares. No one uh, cares. But what's going to happen now, they'll release it as a 12A so that when the DVD comes out, it can include all the violence. cut. Yeah, exactly. So, so what's the the errand of mercy top tip for this week is don't go and see Taken Two at the cinema. Like, boycott, befriend yeah. somebody with a massive TV and get the director's cut when it comes out. I, I would say boycott Taken Two. Like, we're, we're boycotting it at the cinema. Yeah. We're boy like if you've listened to every previous <laughs> episode of Errand of Mercy, you might think that our policy would be go and see Taken Two because it's going to be like the best movie of the year. It's not. It, it, the policy is boycott it. Boycott. And watch the DVD because that may be really good. Yeah, it's it. I mean, it's sad news, unfortunately. It is unfortunate. But, but, you know, it, we've got a responsibility to tell our listeners the truth. Yeah. I think and that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. Now, talking of like sneaking into movies and that kind of thing, I went to to Eurogamer this uh, this weekend. Because you're uh, a video game journalist now, aren't you? I, well, yeah, you know, we, we talked about this. I am a video game journalist. And you would be surprised by how how far you can swing that that metaphorical penis <laughs> and, um, and the amount of people that will happily receive it into their faces. It turns out that it's quite easy to get into conversations with bigwig developers of games if you're wearing a, uh, a T-shirt that references a journalism website. Right. Well, what 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 was your T-shirt? Well, I was wearing a T-shirt um, for my girlfriend's website, Damsel Gaming, 
Right, yeah. So and, uh, we both were. So we we looked like it wasn't just one of us. There was two of us. So it looked like we were we were out in force, and people just could not stop talking to us. I had a conversation with the head of community for Crytek. Crytek is a big English gaming company. They made Crisis and Far Cry. I think and, you've mentioned them before. I've played yeah. Far Cry. I yeah. think it's Far He's, Cry. It's Far Cry Two for one where you're like a mercenary in Africa, yeah, and it's got cool, a hilarious yeah. multiplayer mode. Yep. where you have to collect diamonds yep. and you get a voice coming over a loudspeaker going, they've stolen my diamond. Yeah, 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 yes, Which, that's yeah. the one. That's a good uh, game. Yeah, so I had a conversation with, uh, with the head of Crytek's community team. He was really nice. Everybody we spoke to was really nice um, cool. from the booths and stuff. But, like, people would just, like, go crazy for, like, a press pass and a vaguely pressy T-shirt uh, like people we're talking to on the booth were talking to us as if we w- worked on the expo as well. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> so, cool. so yeah, so you get inside these places with the right kind of can-do attitude, and and you can you can go places. You can have conversations with people. So that was pretty cool. Um, if you want to see the reviews of game demos and stuff that I played over the weekend, I'm putting those up on my blog. I'm not going to waste your time by saying I really liked Hitman Absolution because that's not what this podcast is about. Yeah. But yeah, no, if, if you are interested in that stuff, yeah, go and check out Simon's yeah. blog. Check out my blog, which is Mirrored Wilderness. Those reviews and stuff will be up by the time this goes out. The review um, will already be up. But while you're plugging stuff, do you want to plug that you now have a Twitter? Or oh, I totally do have a Twitter. I've started tweeting. Yeah, um, you have. I did like four tweets and then I, I kind of stopped, but I'm going to try and do it more. My uh, my Twitter, ha- uh, what is it, an at thing, an at tag? Just just say it, it's at and then say your it's name. It's at Simon Vass Quib Quib. Um, which is a reference, of course, to Mass Effect 2, yeah. I believe. Um, yes, ha- how's Quib spelled for people who might not know? Yeah, I will tell you. At Simon, which is just a normal name, Simon, then V-A-S, then Q-U-I-B. Then QIB. So, so that's quib quib. Cool. All right. I couldn't fit everything in. But, you know, um, I'll probably put a link to it on the Facebook page as well so you can just click through and follow me on Twitter if you want to. Feel free to not because I'm not sure if I'm going to do it properly yet. Um, I've never done that. I should have plugged my own Twitter on there. Yeah. Yours is an actual active Twitter that you say things on. So, what's yours? (laughs) Uh, Mine's dot underscore communism. Yeah. So, yeah, those those are our Twitters. So, I was at, um, I was at, Eurogamer. We queued for Black Ops 2 for a while, uh, which turned out to be pretty good. Uh, we kind of thought it was going to be a bit naff, but it turned out to be a lot of fun. But there was like kids walking up to the bouncers, so like cutting to the front of the queue and saying stuff to the bouncers, like, because it's over 18s only, because it's an 18 rated game. Yeah. And uh, saying stuff to the bouncers on the door to that part of the auditorium, stuff like, if I get to the front of this queue, you're going to ID me, aren't you? <laughs> And he's like, well, yeah, like, Ugh. that's my job. And he's like, well, how old are you? And this kid says 20. And then, <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. It gets better. He says 20 and then instantly rattles off a date of birth. Wow. Like, how obvious is it? Like, you've been stood in the corner psyching yourself up. Like, come on, Dave, you can do it. Get over there. Come on, you can do it. He won't be able to tell you you're only 17. Yeah, I, 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 I've got a date of birth. If I tell him that immediately, because that's what adults do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how people interact with each other in the adult world. So that was kind of sweet. 
means my girlfriend were like, oh, well, he's doing his best, but that's not going to work, is it? He's not going to get on with, in with that. I don't think if I ever had to lie about my date of birth. You I mean, I definitely don't because you look quite mature. I had to lie quite a few times. Like, I definitely went into like bars and stuff well before I was 18. Yeah. But don't really recall ever having to pretend I was I was any, you know, like older older than I was. Yeah. I think that 20 is definitely pitching it too high. You've, you've, that, just definitely. say 18. Just say 18. Just, yeah, just like, like if you're 17, say you're 18, and yeah. that's fine. Because yeah. like, you, you could still be in sixth form, essentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, that was, that was kind of funny. The whole event itself had a bit of a weird atmosphere to it. So it's obvious that the people who organise Eurogamer have quite a cool stance about about the way that they want to organize their expo so the idea is that it's just about games so no sales gimmicks no booth babes that's good just just like here are the games here are some things to play those games on play those games what do you think so they had all of the there was no like there was no real booths they were just yeah. walls with tvs so, like, into them. At, at no point did usher turn up and tell you that he liked playing video games no it wasn't like that it was literally just here's a bunch of games here's a bunch of developers like they had um they had open booths so that if you were waiting if you were queuing up you could just walk over and chat to the people on the booth most of the people on the booths actually knew what they were talking about or were involved in the development of the game that they were they were promoting so yeah. it was a really nice it was a really nice atmosphere in most of the place, but yeah. there was. I mean, some... speaking as someone who's bad at video games, like I could still imagine myself enjoying that. Yeah, it was it was a good laugh because you also because the booths were open. If you're shit at video games, you could just watch people who are good at it. You're like, wow, that looks really cool. We saw Metal Gear Rising. Neither of us were really wanted to play it, but we watched some other people play it for a bit. We're like, oh, that looks like a really cool game. But there were some stalls that weren't really, you know, doing it right. They weren't pulling their A game. Or they Not thought really. they were. They thought they were, but they really weren't. The weirdest thing were there was a company that made custom-built gaming PCs there. <clears throat> right, yeah? okay. Already hilarious. Yeah, so that's kind of fine because... Yeah, because, I, I mean, I think... I mean, I own a custom-built PC. Yes, yeah, so. so do I. Yeah. But, but when you start to get into that realm, you know, the realm I'm talking about, the realm yeah. of, like, tricolour fans... Yeah, it, it, is it instead of like, because like, I mean, you, my computer's literally just a plain black box. Yeah, mine's a plain cool stuff. white it's, box, yeah. Yeah, the, but this, this is one of those things where there's probably skulls and like LEDs all over yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, well, not, not on the, only on the high-end models, like you could get like a basic box, but the weird thing was, so it was, it was one of those kind of things and there were like hardware people selling really high-end high hardware and that's all kind of p- fine, but the way they were selling it was really weird. Like, they'd have, like, a two grand gaming PC running, like, top specs. Yeah. That you wouldn't need to buy another gaming PC for, like, four or five years. Running Mo- Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Right. Which is a five-year-old game. That's what I was going to say, yeah. Like, that... Not Modern Warfare 2, not Modern Warfare 3. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That's and real. people were playing it yeah. with an Xbox 360 controller. Yeah. So, so like, hey, bro, come over here. Spend two grand on a thing that we're going to market that's as, as essentially an Xbox. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what we're selling you is literally just Xbox 360. Yeah. But but you could like do Word on it as well. 
<laughs> it doesn't come with any of that pre-installed because it's a gaming PC. Okay. But if you yeah. spend an extra two hundred pounds, you could do Word on it as well. Just yeah, really they, bizarre. They, they hadn't really thought that out that one out. Had they? Yeah. Why not? Why not just run Crisis Two on it, which is essentially just Call of Duty Modern Warfare but prettier, and makes most processors whine and explode on top specs. You could have showed shit off, but no, that was really weird. Another weird thing that happened: some of the boot, some of the booths, even though they were told explicitly by Eurogamer that they weren't allowed to bring booth babes, brought booth babes anyway. Right, yeah. So, always some, a creepy and weird thing. It's like, yeah, well, you know, booth babes kind of weird. the The worst ones were the ones on the the Company of Heroes two um, booth, which. Were, did, you, were they were they dressed up as sexy soldiers? They were dressed up um, as sexy Soviet soldiers, camo, hot pants, sports bras, and woolly Russian hats. Yeah. Also, like Company of Heroes Two is a fucking war simulation game for your dad. Like it's a it's a squad based top down like strategy game that's yeah, supposed I'm, to be. Like yeah, the, I mean, the, 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 I mean, I, I've played Company of Heroes and I vaguely enjoyed it. Apart from it, suffers from the same thing of all strategy games these days of being too fast for my old man brain. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of for dads, but they had all these booth babes on their on that booth, and they were wandering around. And well, like that, being, that would that would attract dads. Yeah, I guess so. But like fo- being followed by fucking crowds of teenage boys, like yeah. like weird predatory crowds, and some bright spark up in up in whoever whoever controls marketing for that game decided it would be a good idea to put you know those weird square barcodes oh, that, fucking like, qr codes yeah Is it that they're called? yeah they put qr I can't codes on them stand those fucking things guess where the qr codes were g were they on their boobs they were on their asses oh Fuck off. So amidst this kind of quite cool, progressive and well-made expo, you had a couple of stalls that were just doing it so wrong. There were a couple of... There was was a stall where to get something, you had to take a picture of a woman's arse. Yeah, whether you liked it or not. Yeah, great. The booth babe thing doesn't really make any sense to me, but it, it, it makes a really weird, kind of really awkward central zone where really awkward, nerdy teenage boys are forced to share the spe- same space with, like, super hot 18 to 25-year-old um, yeah. girls. And nobody enjoys it because the girls aren't I- interested in the games. Yeah, and they're and, kind, of, kind of creeped out by all these, like, weird nerdy dudes. Yeah. Do you want to hear a altercation that occurred? as a result of this strange... You, you know I do. <laughs> ...gumbo. So, um, my girlfriend goes to the toilet while I'm queuing up to play Warface, which is like a, a free-to-play shooter that's coming out soon. And um, she's in the toilets, just going to the toilet, and she hears from one of the stalls the sound of sobbing. So, like, proper, deep-down, emotional crying. Yeah. And, um, and she's like, oh, this is... This is weird. What's who's who's crying in the toilets? She goes down the the aisle of toilets, and yeah. at the end of the aisle of toilets, there's a, a toilet stool with the door open and yeah. a booth babe in it, just sobbing, like weeping, sat on the toilet seat. And my girlfriend's like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna have to deal with this, aren't I?" Yeah, because she doesn't really like booth babes either, like as a concept, especially but, as a, a but, lady gamer. But, 
but she's a human being and if yes. there's another person crying you should probably deal with it yeah so so she's like well what's wrong why are you crying and this this booth babe says i was trying to talk to like between her sobs she says i was trying to talk to one of the uh one of the the guys who were playing demo games mm. about about the game they were playing and he looked at me and said could you go away and find one of the non-fat booth babes fucking hell yeah that straight up fucking happened and this girl is like 18 19 years old oh, and man, she's, you've made me really fucking horribly depressed now yeah, right she's and she's really she's 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 really skinny as well she's like skinnier yeah, than like me that. yeah yeah because you know she's probably a, a borderline anorexic yeah she's been hired to like stand around in not very many clothes yeah, yeah. so obviously she's really skinny that's not the depressing part, though, G. Do you want to hear what the depressing part is? Carry on. Don't, don't worry about it. My girlfriend says she's like, don't just, just he's obviously just being an idiot. And then this, uh, this booth babe looks up at her through her tears and says, "But if I don't have my body, what do I have?" <sighs> Welcome to the Western <laughs> world. <laughs> oh that's awful that's like the worst story i've heard this week yeah it's pretty fucking bad isn't it that's awful yeah that's really one of the most horrible yeah so there's a lesson to our listeners don't be horrible dicks to people based on like just being like literally just everything about that involves people crushing that woman's like self-esteem brilliant yeah, Brilliant. don't put don't put women with with self esteems that fragile in rooms full of people from the internet. Maybe well, not yeah, do that. Yeah, no, like what you shouldn't do. Okay, I'm just putting this out there. Like, don't hire women just be just because they're attractive to wear like skimpy clothes and try and sell products because that's just fucking disgusting. Yeah. So don't tell random women to like fuck off because they're fat. Yeah. Um, and free. Free, just be nice to people. Yeah, let's just let's just please be nice to people. Can we just be nice to each other it's... just for one week? Just for one week. Fucking hell, that's horrible. That's now like... I'm going to cheer you up with another story from your Please do. So please give me a chipful story now. That's like, pretty you fucking shit. The sound as much as it's possible to go. I'm re- like you cannot understand how legitimately like kind of depressed I am about shit right now. So you so, need to. Pick so me up. This better be a story about puppies or something. No, this is a story about the, this is a story about how I beat the Gamer Bros. Okay. So we, I was playing Crisis Three, which you know another game by Crytek. I quite like Crytek. I play Crisis Two quite a bit online. I'm all right at it. There's a there's a game mode where both teams have to survive for as long as possible, and if you get the last kill, you get loads of points. And yeah. essentially, it got to a point where I was one-on-one with an un- a member of the uh, the enemy team, and I knife-killed him with one second left on the clock and won the round for my team. Like, wait, that's, that's but, good I mean, I, like, I mean, I, I don't know too much about first-person... Uh, it's the first-person shooter. Yes, first-person shooter, yeah. I mean, I, I just want to clear up. The reason I'm not good at first-person shoots, I bring this up quite a lot, is because when I play a game, like, I can't, like, disconnect myself from the way I feel in real life. So if I'm in a first-person shooter, my obvious strategy would be to 
not be in a situation where people are shooting at me. <laughs> like, so you just I'm, hide. Yeah, I just hide. Like I, nice. I, I, I can't comprehend what would make you want to put yourself in a situation where, like, I'm just really shit at them, basically. <laughs> but, but basically, the point where you stabbing someone's always good. Like that's always yeah. like double points or yeah, something right, like straight off the bat because, because you managed to melee kill them in a game that's about guns. I was really happy that I beat this guy, and I was like, "Yeah, final kill." And nobody around me was cheering. Nobody around me was pleased about this because the final kill I just scored was on a guy called Syndicate, who is one of the most famous... That's not his actual name, I'm assuming. I don't know what his name is. I think his name is Tom. Everybody knows him as Syndicate. He's one of the most famous... He's an internet man, I guess. He's one of the most famous English gamers on the internet, and I killed him. And he's, he's like, the god of, of, like, you know those really annoying, like young adult and teenage boys who treat first-person shooters as their competitive sport? Yeah. He's their god. And I killed him. Yeah. I didn't just kill him. I killed him with one second left on the clock with a knife kill while he was being filmed for his YouTube channel <laughs> while loads of guys were watching who had fo- been yeah. following around at, the entire at, convention. At the biggest gaming event in Europe of the year. <laughs> I fucking murdered him. <laughs> I love it because it, it is good. It, it's it's a good sort of the little guy triumphing against adversity story. It's it's yeah. a good game. Like I, I was sort of playing it for a fact that I hadn't heard of this guy before because like I don't watch YouTube videos of people playing video games. Um, but yeah. Simon, like basically as soon as this happened, Simon sent me a text to tell me. Yeah. So I looked this guy up um, and he's, he's a really whiny shit guy. <laughs> Yeah, he's kind of he's a shitbird. He's, he's like the sort of guy who plays video games and posts YouTube videos of him playing video games. Shit, like, you do that sometimes, don't you? I do. I only a little bit. Only, only like, a little bit. Only you're, you're not like you're, yeah. It's more like a fun thing. You're not talking about how awesome you are at getting multi kills or anything. No, it's that, no, that's like, what I mean. It's, it's the, guys, all of, guys posting YouTube videos of yeah. how awesome they are at video games. Got cool, like that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's no really, thanks. So yeah. yeah, so I I I took that guy and I broke him and then I showed him to all of his fans and they didn't like it. I had to leave that area. <laughs> like, like it was literally like you could have hit, heard a penny drop in that part of the auditorium. So everybody awesome. was like, oh, like everybody was really quiet and just staring at me. And it wasn't like it wasn't like I'd scored a massive victory. Everyone was like, that's not supposed to happen. Like. This isn't the way this is supposed to go. You fucked it up. You fucked this up for everyone. And I was like, I know, it's amazing. They were like, you've ruined everything, Simon. And I was like, yeah, take that. This is for that booth babe crying in the toilets, you c- <laughs> Yeah, the, to be fair, like the type of guys who upload videos of their awesome kills are exactly the sort of people who'd be telling that girl that she was fat and that she, her looks were her only attributes and she could never achieve anything exactly. in life. So good. Thank, thank you for stabbing them, Simon. Yeah, I would have loved to like actually stab that guy because, you know, that girl probably had loads to give, but she's never been told anything other than the fact that she doesn't. So it's unfortunate. I'm going to carry on with an, on a video game bent. I'm okay. talking about people uploading v- videos of them playing video games. Um, I, I take it I may have sent you a bit down the rabbit hole by uh, by telling you about Syndicate. Have I? No, like uh, this is this this is purely this is pure. Like I don't watch these sort of videos generally. Like I watch some videos of some guys playing 
Call of Duty because Simon mentioned that he killed a man. And um, this you one... You humiliated him in front of all of his fans, but, you know... This, this one I got because Casey Green, the famous webcomic maker, um, yep. posted this on Twitter, um, and I thought it was hilarious. This is like... He posted while it was happening. Um, essentially, there is, a, there is a man who posts videos of him playing video games, and he's called oddler that's his that's his handle i believe okay. the term is. um that's what the kids he are did, talking about that's what the kids call it i'm pretty sure he did this thing where he tried to play every resident evil game uh without sleeping i think that's what the the idea was that he's gonna he was gonna play every single resident evil game because like a new one's come out hasn't it yeah resident evil 6 so he was gonna play all of them up to six like without sleeping 65 hours in he fell asleep <laughs> which led to like lots of people posting on twitter including uh, this case of green um that like there is a man who's been marathoning gay video games asleep on this website right now please go and look <laughs> um, which ended up with me and thirteen thousand other people Amazing. watching a sleeping man and it was so like I, I was going to say that that was one of the experiences that makes me really happy about the internet because basically it was going up like like a thousand people every minute and we were like kind of like we could do better. It was a carnival mood. Like what? So everybody's like, guy. quick, quick, get everybody else in. Quick, ring, yeah. ring your mates, ring your mates. Let's watch this guy sleep. Like legitimately, it was like that. And like every 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 now and then, he kind of like moved slightly, and everyone would be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and yeah, I felt, I honestly think we must have watched this guy sleeping. For, I mean, it was, you know, it was probably only about 10 minutes from the time I saw the link. He moved quite dramatically and his head slumped down between his legs. And we were like, oh, at least he's not dead. Um, <laughs> and then, but then, the best thing, like, then he got up and like sleep, like clearly sleepwalking, just like staggered over to his bed, which in the corner of the shot collapsed. There are now 13,000 people on the internet watching an empty chair. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that's pretty good. That's a, that's it, a good it, 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 it really cheered me up. Um, and, like, to be fair, like, the guy, um, this guy who fell asleep, I, I think he definitely saw the funny side of it. Yeah. And, like, obviously it meant that he'd like, he'd, like, dramatically increased his audience. Like, sort of 100 people were watching his videos. There were 13,000 people watching it at one time, and I think by the time he could have, like, woke up the next day, like, his, his like, site had had, like, a million views or I something. Think it's, I think it's interesting that nobody was interested when he was playing Resident Evil but then the moment he was just sleeping everybody was like yeah let's watch this guy sleep yeah I think that was yeah he'd set himself like a time limit of like 72 hours or something without sleeping and then like he woke up and like he was like yeah I literally don't remember any of this but obviously like everyone recorded it so I can see what happened um, <laughs> and he's like even though we're over the time limit now I'm still gonna finish it <laughs> nice nice um, but yeah, and he, he he seemed like quite a cool guy, and it was just like it was funny, and it was enjoyable, and it was nice. That's cool. I don't think it, it should. I don't think though it should encourage people to stay up for ridiculous periods of time playing video games. Least of all, Resident Evil. Yeah, I was going to say because it's a, it's not worth your time, and b, that's going to fuck you up. Like <laughs> you spend ages not sleeping and playing Resident Evil. In fact, there is straight up an episode of Spaced about that exact thing happening yeah you're exactly right <laughs> and then you'll just go you'll eat loads of twiglets and go like crazy at an art gallery and um punch 
David Walliams in the face. Yeah, that's so, what that is what will happen. Yeah, so don't do that. You get don't, in trouble. Don't do that. that. That's 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 a message. That's another message this week. Don't do that. <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't don't eat loads of twiglets and uh, punch David Walliams in the face. So um, yeah, that that's um, that's the end of video game news. We've done music news. We've done video game news. Um, well, we're like a pop culture force to be reckoned with. Really, really are this week. Um, we don't think about it. We've done music news. We did movie news. Yeah. We did video game news. This doesn't involve any sort of media whatsoever. Well, that's I, good. It it's food news. Food news. This is food news. <laughs> food news. Um, this is food news right now. That's what's happening. Uh, this is the headline: Canada cheese smuggling ring busted. <laughs> Canada is such a nice sounding place that even their <laughs> smuggling rings are entirely innocuous. Yeah. <laughs> like any other country, it's like it's like massive heroin smuggling ring shut down. But in Canada, it's it's like. Hey, we uh, we shut down these cheese smugglers, eh? <laughs> they were bad guys. <laughs> guys, yeah, we found out what they were. They were a boot, and uh, yeah, we shut them down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's good. That's good Canadian. Like no Canadians actually speak like that. I know. Yeah, it's just a. It's it's like a fake Canadian accent. It's It'll do. It works. Anyway, so yeah, a Canadian police officer is among three people charged. The country's authorities announced they had busted a major cheese smuggling ring. Like, does that mean there are other types of, like, does that mean there are several cheese smuggling rings? Like, this is the biggest one. Like, this is, this is the, this is the Casanostra of like cheese. They've, like, they've, they've, they've been wasting their time with small timers, like the middlemen. Yeah. They go inside, they maybe, yeah. maybe cut a deal, get back on the streets in a couple of uh, years. Yeah. There's all the cheese is always coming in. This is they've brought down the Godfather here, you know, the Al Capone of cheese smuggling. But yeah, a joint U.S. Canadian investigation found two hundred thousand Canadian dollars of cheese being illicitly brought over the border. So much fucking cheese! (laughs) Like, like we're taking the piss out of it, but that's a massive operation. It's a huge amount of cheese, right? Because I doubt that cheese is worth many Canadian dollars per pound in weight, is it? I think so. Like, right, the accused, right, so it's like 200,000 Canadian dollars of cheese. It, apparently, the accused made a profit of over 165,000 Canadian dollars. So much money. <laughs> so much cheese money. How did you make all that cheddar, son? it's about oh it's just like i love it like canada like canada's doing something right where their biggest crime like the most the major crime scandal but the only major crime scandal involving canada i've ever heard about is cheese smuggling. cheese smuggling oh yeah like, and look, but think about it. Like, okay, so basically, this is news because I guess Canada has no crime, so this is a yeah. big deal. Like, imagine how much cheese must be being smuggled into actual countries. Yeah, like, like, like the underground cheese markets of the UK. I bet they're yeah. huge because we eat a lot of cheese. cheese I mean, I like I'm a big cheese fan, and like I I've never heard of illicit cheese. Like, I've never been walking like through like a slightly dimly lit street late at night, and the guys come up to me, he's like, "Hey, mate, mate." Mate, do you want some camembert? You want some Edam? <laughs> and like like some brie, and all on the inside of his coat is just like <laughs> so sticky, up, yeah. like lumps of brie. <laughs> good yeah, quality. It's good quality illegal, brie. Because it's illegal, it's not like even wrapped. It's just 
blocks of cheese. Just blocks of cheese, like like, gaffered to the inside of his coat. Like, imagine, yeah, because you know how, like, they can only make, like, sort of, like, rock for and stuff in, like, certain areas? Do you think that's it? Yeah. Smoking out non, kind of, like, proper cheese, like, that's what it is. Rock for that's been made of, like, in, like, Middlesbrough. Yes, Middles, the Middlesbrough rock verse thing of like 2012. Yeah, no, like you, you kind of like one of these guys, you kind of like on these shady guys, cheese dealers on street corners. You like, he's like, yeah, man, I've got some like, I've got some high grade rock for, and you buy it, and then you get it home and you put it on the stage. You're like, fuck, this is just stilted. <laughs> they've been cutting this is still <laughs> they've been cutting they've been cutting the rock fort with stilton <laughs> it could give you a really bad trip as well stilton yeah. there's no there's none of that american stuff you mixing up no mate this is 100 this is pure 100 percent. 100 percent cheddar trust <laughs> i've got a good source down in the gorge <laughs> he sends me up only the good stuff like kind of like police raiding houses like kind of police found a major cheese growing operation (laughs) i want to see you know how ray winston's remaking the sweeney with plan b i want to see like a a uh like a a ray winston kind of like dirty cop drama about (laughs) cheese smuggling just kicking down yeah. a door. What is your fucking it's cheese? Like, it's like someone just throws a cheese knife at him, <laughs> <laughs> and and the cheese knife hit cheese knife hits him dead on, but yeah. it's just a cheese knife, <laughs> so he's fine. No, I think yeah, cheese knife had those like prongs at the end. He's yeah. like it's in a door next yeah. to him. <laughs> <laughs> You've just made it personal, mate. <laughs> <laughs> be an entire series ray winston versus the cheese smugglers this is yeah once again we've come up with an amazing like amazing we should we should set up like a think tank for tv shows we come up with the best tv shows we do anyway it's it's getting close to the end of time i feel i'm pretty sure we're at the end of our time yeah Um, yeah. (laughs) it makes it sound very final This is what happens when... Um, oh, no, Simon, we can't what? stop. I've just found an amazing... I've just found an amazing line in this story. Which is... Right, okay, so we're smuggling it over, apparently, in the in the Niagara Falls region, which just raises a whole other level of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, a pizzeria owner west of Niagara Falls told CBC, that's the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, that he had, not been, that he had been questioned by police over the issue, but assured them he had not bought any contraband dairy. We get all our stuff legit, said the restaurateur. <laughs> I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that illegal shit. They'll chop your arms and legs off. <laughs> I like to get mixed up in like the cheese smuggling cans. I keep it on the straight and narrow. Keep it on the not after not after that time I spent in the clink. <sighs> so yeah, I think I think that's a good place to end. You're right. So as ever, thank you very much for listening to the show. Thank you for bearing with us through our sort of like the sort of slight break, but not really that happened. Yeah. Um, thank you. Some people gave me some feedback on that, which is very much appreciated. And yeah, Leo. Keep liking the show, keep subscribing on iTunes, um, like the thing on Facebook. As I always say, please tell a friend. Yes, you know, indeed. Like, uh, as you might have mentioned, no, realised from uh, me talking about how poor I am, we don't really have an advertising budget here. No, not so much. So that's that's on you, mainly. Yeah, that's, 
basically on you. If you enjoy the show, please like tell a friend. I know I know a few people have, um, which is always totally appreciated. So like keep doing that. We are we are getting new listeners all the time, as far as we can tell. Yes, we are. Um, it appears so. That's why it's a really good thing to like the Facebook group because it basically lets us know that people are listening to the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and yeah, well, thank you for your time and um, and you know, keep safe. Only buy legal cheese. Yeah, and stay. Keep your daughters away from One Direction. Yeah, keep keep your daughters away from Young Direction, please. Yeah, they're dangerous. And like, okay, yeah. If, if you see a person in the street, um, be be nice to them. Yeah, and encourage them that they can do lots of things with their lives, um, yep. and they're not entirely dependent on their looks. Yes, please do that because we've got to balance out that horrible shit that I had to deal with. Screw that guy. <laughs> Screw that guy right in the ass. Good night. Night. Today, but a toy.